Hello again, my podcast people. It's good to be with you today for another episode of the In Focus podcast, taking another fresh look at the Bible and some big Christian ideas, how they bring our world into focus and empower us to live a more eternal kind of life within it. I'm your host, Justin Laughlin. I'm a follower of Jesus Christ, husband, dad, pastor, adjunct professor, and avid reader of anyone I can find who helps bring this world and our place in it into better focus. For whatever it's worth, in my own effort to continue learning and growing along the way, I've also picked up a few degrees in pastoral ministry, practical theology, and missional discipleship. Uh, After taking a week off from podcasting last week, I'm excited to be back with you today to look at a very simple, very short statement Jesus made that I believe can set us up for significant change and life development. To set this whole thing up, let's consider for a moment just how important communication is in our lives. First, let's slow down and think about how much our lives are shaped by what others have said to us and about us. So maybe think about someone whose life you know has been shaped by this type of communication. I'm so proud of you. You can do it. I believe in you. I love you. You're so smart and talented. I'm here for you and I will always be here for you. And then maybe how much different is the impact of this kind of message? You're such a failure. I don't have time for you. You'll never make it. You're all alone. No one cares and no one is listening. You don't have what it takes. See, one way or another, communication shapes us and the words of others and their communication to us goes a long uh, way in impacting our lives. So uh, the words we hear is a, are a big deal. And then second, how we learn to respond to communication uh, deepens and furthers this shaping. Uh, sometimes we see people and we understand that we can become the kind of people who are open and who can hear We're open to receive support and love and even criticisms, and we continue to grow and flourish and develop uh, because we've learned to be open and we've learned to receive what others have to say and grow from it. Or we can become the kind of people who are closed off. Uh, We can refuse to hear anything of significance We can isolate ourselves and thereby essentially doom ourselves to repeat destructive cycles and patterns ad nauseum that we might only really be able to overcome with the love and support and wisdom of others. So again, uh, the big point here setting this episode up is that communication shapes us profoundly. Uh, Last week, my part of my family and I got to head up into the mountains and celebrate Seth, our oldest son's birthday. We were really close on that trip uh, to a subtle but profoundly significant place in the Rocky Mountains, the Continental Divide. If you're anywhere west of the Continental Divide, for anybody who's not familiar, uh, then every little drop of rainfall, rain that falls, is hypothetically going to make its way downhill and back to the Pacific Ocean. And if you are east of the Continental Divide, 
every little raindrop is going to fall and then make its way down to the Atlantic Ocean. So the cool thing about being near or right on that line is that the raindrops look the same and feel the same, and there's really no discernible difference. But the specifics of where they fall um, makes a huge difference, and their journey will take them further and further apart in opposite directions. And I, uh, I note that story because it seems like communication is a similar kind of watershed moment in our lives. The way we communicate, the things that have been communicated to us often either drive us back out toward the Pacific or they are carrying us out to the Atlantic, to borrow that metaphor. So communication, uh, it's a big deal. And now let's uh, turn our hearts and minds into something that Jesus said, a very simple statement he made in John chapter 16 that I believe, as I said before, sets us up and sets us free to become the kind of people who can keep hearing meaningfully, who can keep being built up, who can keep growing, who can keep overcoming, and who can keep moving further in to the new, more eternal kind of life that we are promised in Jesus Christ. So, Here it is, short and sweet. First, from God's own translation, the ESV, ha ha ha, Uh, John 16, 12, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. And just to help paint the picture from a different perspective or two, here's the same verse from the Passion Translation. There is so much more I would like to say to you, but it's more than you can grasp at this moment. And then one more time from the message. I still have many things to tell you, but you can't handle them now. So there it is. As I said, short, sweet. And as we go, because this verse is so short and sweet, uh, let's hold these words from Jesus in our hearts and minds as we move forward. And now I want to throw out two implications of this verse that I hope and believe can open us up and make us a, a new kind of people, a hearing kind of people. And my hope and prayer, again, uh, for all of us is that becoming a hearing kind of people will get us across that watershed moment, that watershed place in life, that continental divide, so that the trajectory and the direction of our lives will only carry us further and further and further into the amazing and increasingly eternal kind of life that we are promised in Jesus Christ. So here we go, two simple truths, two simple implications from this simple verse. May they burn into our hearts and minds and pave the way to becoming a more hearing kind of people. Number one, Jesus will not speak what we are not ready to hear. He's gentle. He's good. He won't drown us. He won't overwhelm us. He doesn't just talk like some people we know as if it's an end unto itself. He is speaking about us and on for our behalf. Um, And we don't have to be guarded or closed 
to what Jesus might say. He speaks the right words at just the right time. And as this verse indicates, he's not going to speak what we are not ready to hear. So there's number one. And number two, Jesus has more to tell you. Wherever you are in life, uh, however far you've come, whether it's day one or day 10,000 and following Christ, however much you've learned, however much you've heard, that wasn't all. That was just, to this point, what you were ready to hear along the way up to this point. But there's more. Jesus has more to tell me, and he has more to tell you. That's number two. So now we come to the million-dollar questions. Will we listen? Will we be willing to hear what Jesus has to say to us? And maybe I should uh, uh, put this to a different perspective. Will you listen? Will Are you willing to hear what Jesus has to say to you? And if yes, how? How will you shape and arrange your life as a listener and as a hearer? What time will you build into your life to uh, step outside and to escape the noise and the distractions and the buzz of life? Uh, What space will you create in your daily life that you can hold an open space to hear whatever God might have to say to you on that day. A couple of questions for those of you feeling uh, this invitation from God, whose hearts maybe are stirred to grow as hearers who are resonating with these ideas that number one, Jesus is not going to overwhelm you. He's not going to tell you what you're not ready to hear. And number two, and this is amazing and wonderful, he has more to say to you. Uh, So again, if you're resonating there, here's some suggestions perhaps uh, to uh, arrange your life to be more of a hearing kind of person. Uh, Find, number one, some regular time to be quiet and to read your Bible. I know rocket science, very, very um, deep thinking on this one. Um, Maybe a chapter or a few chapters each day. And having been around and done this for a little while, I strongly advocate working our way through both the Old and New Testaments over time and then just doing it over and over. Uh, Commit yourself to the word that God has spoken to you in the Bible, of course, his written and spoken word. So, And then as we read, we want to keep our hearts and our ears open to anything God might be speaking right then and there to you or to me through what he has spoken to us in the word. So there's that nice balance of what God has spoken and what God is speaking. And then uh, um, by grace through faith, and as we put ourselves out there to be in the way of what God's doing, uh, we just trust that God will shape us. So through the word, number two, uh, we can arrange our daily lives with some regular time and space for prayerful conversation. I find that's a, a helpful way to think of uh, prayer with God. Uh, open yourself and share anything and everything. And then uh, recognizing that God has given us two ears and one mouth, 
maybe setting a, you know, kind of a soft intention to let two thirds of our time and space for prayerful conversation be quiet, uh, quietly listening to God in the silence, quietly attentive to anything God would speak, uh, quietly attentive to any way in which God might want to encounter us and be with us in that quiet space. So reading, uh, quiet space for prayerful conversation with God. And then number three, finally, um, arranging our weekly lives with some time to be with other followers of Christ uh, with whom we can hear from God together through maybe similar practices regarding the Bible of reading and listening um, in that way, and also then through some prayer time. We want to hear from God together, and if you've had any times in um, genuine Christian fellowship, you'll also know that sometimes we hear from God through each other. So three, three simple steps we can go if we want to be a hearing kind of people. Again, I hope and pray that um, even when life has been hard and even when it's been safer to shut ourselves off and to not let words penetrate our hearts and minds and to be guarded and safe. Uh, Jesus is different. He will not speak to us what we are not ready to hear. And again, this wonderful truth, he has more to say to us. So let's take these little steps of faith. Let's arrange our lives in the way of Jesus. Let's arrange our lives to hear from God what he has to say to us. He is faithful. He will meet us along the way. And uh, we'll get to hear more of what he has to say to us. So there you have it. Again, very simple today. Hopefully uh, a little bit life-shaping or at least potentially life-shaping thoughts from Jesus in John chapter 16, verse 12. May these words from Jesus draw you in. May they uh, help reach you and help you be willing to open yourself up and to listen and to hear. And may they help set your life into a trajectory uh, that God has for you further and further into his good, new, more eternal kind of life. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. I pray that it has helped bring your world into a little better focus and empowered you to live a more eternal kind of life within it. If you're streaming today's episode from a podcast provider like Apple or Google or Spotify, it'd be great if you could take a second to give it a rating or review or perhaps even become a subscriber. Uh, The show is still new, so your response will help it to be uh, a little bit easier for new people to find in the future. If you'd like, you can also share this episode directly with your friends on social media. A link is provided in the show notes to do just that. Finally, if you'd like to hear about something specific from the Bible or a particular big Christian idea in the future, please email me using the address that's included in the show notes. I would also welcome any feedback with that uh, that might help improve the show and would love to hear really just how things are going for you, how the world's coming into focus, and how you are learning to live in the grace of God a more eternal kind of life. Until next time, thanks again for being a friend of the show and for tuning into the In Focus podcast. 
May your world continue coming into clearer focus and may God lead you into an increasingly eternal kind of life before him. 